not mad. I'm good. How are you? How are you? I will tell you. Thank you for reminding me. And is that one on too? Thank you for preparing. Did you put this here too? You know what I thought when I saw it this morning? No? There you go. Because that's what it used to do. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought too. Uh, would you pass the mic to uh, Reverend Moore so he can pray for us? Dad, we repent of our sins, of all that we've done, all our shortcomings. We ask you to forgive us by word, deed, or mouth. Forgive us, Dad. We appreciate you. We love you. We adore you. We give you all the praise, all the glory. There's no one greater than you. Thank you for all that you've done, all that you've done, all that you're going to do. We thank you. We thank you and we worship you. There's no one greater. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all that you're doing. We love you. We magnify you. There's no one greater than you. In heaven above, on earth, and beneath the earth, there's no one greater. We give you all the praise, all the glory. We love you, Lord. We love you. We want you to know we love you from the bottom of my heart. From the bottom of our hearts, we love you, Dad. We love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. We want you and none other. We want you to reign in our lives and none other. We want you. You, Lord. You. We look to you this day to guide us. We look to you this day lead us. We look to you this day for everything to provide for us. We need you, Lord. We need your wisdom. We need your understanding. We need your knowledge. Not ours, but yours. Show us how to depend on you. Make us sensitive to your spirit. Cause us to be sensitive to your spirit that we can hear and not only hear, but obey the things you tell us to do. We want the kingdom of God here on earth. We want to keep the kingdom of God right here on earth. Show us how to make it happen. In Jesus' name, look upon Reverend Chester. Continue to bless him, his household. Continue to lead and guide him. Don't let the enemy have the say in his life. But protect them on every side. We ask you now in the name of Jesus to look upon Reverend Fed and bless and protect him and his household. Don't let the enemy come in in any way. We bind everything that he's trying to do here on earth because you said we bind it here on earth is bound in heaven. And we bind every works of the devil here in Jesus' name. Amen.
I thought it it uh, it impacted me when you you kept saying when the woman with the issue of blood she bumped into Jesus because she knew I'm going to make it happen. I'm not going to wait. I know what the law says about where I'm not supposed to be in the midst of these people. But she had spent all what she had searching for the answer. And when she heard about Jesus, she knew Jesus was the answer. Jairus, who was leader in the church, also knew Jesus was the answer. They each humbled themselves, and Jairus said, come and pray for my daughter, because she's at death doors. And when they arrived, when Jesus arrived after the woman with the issue of blood came in and stopped it for a little bit, Jesus said, don't listen to them. Listen to me, and he did that. He listened to Jesus. And so we got to know who it is we need to listen to and don't follow that other stuff that people are saying and that may be in our ear. And that devil that knows, as you were saying, it's only that blessing that God promised you is only going to be for one day. And so we'll um, do what we need to do. We'll do things, back away from things to protect ourselves. And we don't realize we're backing away, that's the way I see it, backing away from God and not believing God. When God said he's going to bless us, he's going to do a certain thing, and then and the devil will tell you, okay, yeah, he's going to do it, but it's only going to be for one day and one night. No, what God does is permanent. And he doesn't, he doesn't shortchange us. He doesn't just bless us for one night because he's already given thought. His thoughts are high above our thoughts that you said. So he's already given thought and things to how, what it is that he's bringing into our lives and how it's going to work out. And when, when Miss Regina said how, when you told her Regina Brown is going to marry Tom Butler. But because of the hurt and the pain that had already been in her lives, she put herself on God. And it made me think about myself in that I have done that also, put myself on God and stop, as Bishop Porter says, it's your own heart that's keeping what you want from you because you got yourself on God and you're not really open to receive it. So, so I like that. B before you go on, I just want to say that. <clears throat> this morning, we are creatures of habit who are used to not listening or think that we can listen and do something else too. We, we believe that. And we believe it so much that we do something else while um, God is speaking. So after God speaks, raise your hand. 
Yeah. We don't know what he said. Or we don't have the full understanding of what he said in the way that we can do it. You know what I mean? Like, like we went to the class about batting, but when it comes time to hit a ball, we don't know how because we really weren't paying attention to do it. It's just a habit. Uh, we think that bad things are going to go in one ear and go out in the other. That's not true. So while each of you are talking this morning, I'd like, if you would, to try and, and, and pay as close attention to each other as you can, to each other as you can. But, and so it made me think about myself as I was saying that I put myself on guard. No, I asked God uh, for certain things. For I, 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 for I do know I, I want to get married and that type of thing. But when you got all of this in your head from years of other things. So how many people in here saw the service from Sunday so I can know? If you know what she's talking about. One person, raise your hand and keep it up. All right, two people. All right. So what had, hap what had happened was a lady came to me and she said, I want to get married. Time to get these children away from me. They all grown time for me to live. And she really meant it, kind of, sort of. And then she said, in about five minutes later, but ain't no men. Uh, all the men are either married, or all the good men are either married or in jail or something else, she said. Um, so so I, I said, so then you're saying to God, I want to be married, the creator, not, not the inventor, the creator. I want to get married. But you don't really mean that because in the next sentence you say, but there are no men. What was the point in talking to God? Because we are creatures of habit and we already, our minds are already made up before you know it. Ain't no men. That's why I don't have one. No, that's not true. You don't have one. Because you are behaving like, and you've, you've, you've learned how to behave like, I'm good. Um, I, we were just talking, somebody in here was just talking about um, getting married. May, may have been you. And many, many years ago, Bishop Porter stood up here to a packed house of single women and said, Is anybody, does anybody in here want to get married? Nobody raised their hand but Alice Brady. And she screamed it and she was standing right back there. Guess who got married next? Alice Brady. I think that we are creatures of habit and we learn how to be. Well, I ain't been married. And we, we learn how to act like I'm good. That's how the other women in here were behaving. Now, there's one young lady. I don't remember her name, I, I, and if I did, I wouldn't say it. Pretty as all get out. 
20 years later, she came to the church after Alice Brady. Pretty as all get out, still not married. She always behaved like I can get what I want when I want whenever I want. She didn't raise her hand. She was not, you know how sometimes when you, by the time you get to Jesus, you got to behave like, like the man in the graveyard. I've been crazy a long time. Now I have this few seconds of clarity. Fall down at his feet and get what you really need and stop acting like you got what you really want. So the lady says to me, um, I want to get married, but ain't no men. That don't go together. How do you do that? I want to get married, but ain't no men. All the men. She said she put it, all the men. And then later as she talked, she said, um, when I go to church, there are no men in church. I said, all the men are not in church. And why are we having a discussion about church? Anyway, that wasn't the discussion. The discussion was, you want to get married. How did church get in that? Like when, when Gina was talking about Tom, Tom was in California falling in love without her. Already seen her in a vision. I didn't know that. And even though she was trying to self-sabotage the whole thing, they still got married. But I wasn't going to let her uh, do that crazy behind stuff she was trying to do. Um, you can't tell me. You can't tell me. Because if he wanted me and, and wiggling her during, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. She's a white woman wiggling her head like a black woman. She, Gina's just as white as she can be. Yes, she is. Y'all know it. She's the same color Bill is. You know it. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, and Tom. Um, Tom is like that too. So anyway, Tom got green eyes or some color. Yeah, yeah. And she wiggling her head, telling me, "Oh yes, he is." Just shut up. Are you serious about what you just asked a creator for? Not an inventor, not a technician, because you know. I have to go to the supply house and buy my materials that are already at the supply house. So you know I didn't make it. It's at the supply house. Now, I put it together and I make a robot or I put it together and make a building, but I didn't create it. Now, you're asking a creator, I want to be married, which means he makes something out of nothing. So you should already expect not to see it. I had to scream because you won't hear me. If you're dealing with a creator, you should already expect not to see what you asked for. Then that's how you know it was God. That's right. Because if you can see it, it's probably not God. Faith is something that you don't see, not what you do see. Tom came from California. I like the way God did that. From the other end of the continental United States. He did not exist. You're right. And he wasn't in prison. And what's the other one? And he wasn't married. Come on now. And whatever else she said. But it's just the attitude that you came with when you got before the Lord. I, I like that you called him dad. 
That's a relationship. This girl made her way through the crowd. And I'm getting mine today. Now, y'all, you, the rest of y'all on your own. I'm getting mine. The crazy man got enough sense for a few seconds to fall down, run out the graveyard. The blind man who couldn't see said, Jesus! And Bishop Porter said, did anybody in here want to get married? One person. And she said, I do! In front of the whole church. And she is yet married. I think we are creatures of habit. We have just learned how to do. You know, I'm just doing. We're, we're not acting or behaving like we're desperate for a change. We've already learned how to do. My children are just crazy. Mine are too, but I'm not, I'm not done. I just know that nothing on earth is going to make them have sense. I'm good. I'm done with earth. We've got to take this to heaven. Park that car and leave it. Because some things you got to understand. I, I, yeah, I want to get married. But nothing about you says that. I was sharing with how men are. Men, especially as they get older, Need a sign. You know, when you're young, you run up on anything because you figure it's going somebody going to bump up on me. Hey, I'm going to grind on something. Now, oh, I forgot I'm talking to church people. God, somebody, I just, Go ahead, Reverend Lord Chester. have mercy. I just, I can't. Mm. And I'm thankful that you all don't understand because he, no, I, I, I what you get? Oh, you don't want to talk? No. Well, what you trying to get the mic away for? Habits. There you go. So, so here's the thing. So, so when you're young, you do that. But as a man gets older, he looks for a sign of a woman that says she's interested. When you're young, the women say they're interested by the length of their dress or the wiggle in their hips. Or they're telling you something. You, they, they find a way. You know, my, I told the story Sunday, my little baby back there, uh, uh, Kimura's mother. Uh-huh, LaKayla, and that, uh, what's the boy's name? Julius. Who is it? Julius. No, 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 no. Julius ain't born. Joseph, Joseph thank you. Mm -hmm. Both of them back there, Bishop Porter, doing a love campaign. And I'm just sitting back here uh, because that's my job, doing lighting. And uh, Joseph, during the love campaign, leaves the church. Wembley. Goes to the 7-Eleven. Comes back with five lollipops. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get him right away because he didn't have any business with lollipops in the church. But Joseph was saying something. Yeah, I didn't know what the brother was doing. And he stood up next to my granddaughter. She's 26 now, 27. Yeah, but at the time she was six. And, and he started rocking to the love campaign. And, and he came back with the five lollipops. And after about that first song, he was down to three lollipops. He... And she had two. <laughs> he was saying something. Then Bishop Porter goes to another song, and he's down to one lollipop. And she has four lollipops. And they're just going, you know. 
And, and after a while, towards the end of the love campaign, he had his hand around my baby. Now, they, I, I don't know how old Joe is, but they were about the same size at the time. And, and they were doing like this, and he had no lollipop. <laughs> now, and so, so that's what happens when you're young. People don't mind somehow letting each other know. You know, when I was going to school, I was on the way to play Dunbar High School. Uh, basketball, and the, the star center came up to me with a note from a girl. It says, I love you. I really love you, and I don't know what to do about it. She was saying something. I came back from Dunbar, and we were going to another place. I was also in the band, another girl that plays clarinet, I think, or something. She sent me a note. The note says, I love you, I, and there's nothing. I don't know what to do about it. I didn't know either. But I'm just saying, you, hey, you'll figure it out because they're saying something. You know what I mean? As you get older, men look for a sign. But the sign you're giving is, I've been all right for 30 years. I'm all right now. You don't know you're giving that sign because you're, you're used to it. I got used to making it, and I look like I've been making it. The guy is confused. He's looking for somebody, too. I was telling the same lady, in the circles that I hang in, Men, single men, your age, her age, are everywhere. They're in philanthropic environments, so you know they're not broke. They're everywhere looking for her who's hiding behind. I'm okay. I've been making it. Twist a little bit. Something. Say something. You got to let somebody know I, I, I prayed and asked the Lord. But I think what happens is we say, we think God is going to do that. Um, no, it ain't in the Bible. I was trying to think of one, but it's not in there because, um, you know, everybody says they want a Boaz. But, but, but that girl had Ruth who said, go on over there now and sit down there and, and make it known. Yeah, you know, you've been to church too long. Just think the Lord going. And I saw some of the women in here who don't have their husbands who thought God was going to court their husbands. They, was, they dressed so nicely. And then after that, they, they looked like, God got this. What? Like he told me, and I was asking the Lord, should I plant such and such in my yard? The Lord said, that's your yard. I gave you that. Plant what you want. That's your man. Work it. They're looking at me again. Bill, can we talk? Please. <laughs> yes, I got to talk to somebody. You know, oh, Bailey, do you understand me? Yes. They're looking at me like I'm thoroughly confused like this. You know, put a little lipstick on. You know, when I go, when I go to Danit, hmm? Do something. Go, I go to Dunedin uh, a lot because I like Dunedin. And Dunedin has an older population. Um, you should see the women in Dunedin. Now, if they're married, I can't tell. They might be, but I don't know it. I'm talking about, you know. And then 
their children came because they were there, and now there's a young generation of the same kind of people in Dunedin. It was kind of bad for the real estate, but um, yeah, because now you can't buy a toilet in Dunedin for less than $100,000. So yeah, because everybody wants to be there. They got the whole thing set up, whatever you want. They got, um, they got French, they got, there's a restaurant for everything. You have to find some way to act like I want what I prayed for. And stop acting like God is going to do it. I know y'all read that scripture that the battle is not mine. That was Jehoshaphat. Hello. Did you see that anyplace else where he said, I don't want you to fight? It might be in the Bible a couple times. David had to fight. Everybody else, Joshua, even though he didn't have to know how to fight, you're going to at least have to walk around. You got something to do, but we feel like we ain't got to do nothing. But act like I don't want him. And turn stuff down, too. He's not quite the one. Like, uh. Heard that before. Like, like, uh, um. Gina was telling me, he ain't even coming in my house. I invited him in. He won't, he won't even come in. Done been over here all day working on my house, and I invited him in because I appreciate it. I know what that means. <laughs> she appreciated it. Going to show you I appreciate it. So, and that's what she used. Yeah. Oh, you got that one, did you, Yvette? Okay. Um, but he wouldn't come in. And she's confused, and she's saying to me, he don't really want me because he wouldn't even come in the house where he had said to me, for once in my life, I want to do it right. If I ain't never done this right, I want to do this right one time. He said, if I go in the house, I can't come out. He said, you know I'm not coming out. I said, I know. (laughs) I like the things that the Lord asked me to say. Because I'm not talking to a few people, I'm talking to the world. Yeah. They're out there. That's what it, the other day somebody wrote me. I have no idea who it is. Was telling me, you know that part about such and such, you know? No, but okay. You know, yeah. So you might want to listen to what's really going on. You just don't remember anymore. If you ask God for something, remember you're talking to the creator and not an inventor, and definitely not you. Because if, 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 it, he, if he thought like you, we would have what you have. He is an amazing, amazing. A young man told me he wanted to follow me. Out of nowhere. He came out of nowhere. And I'm at the place in my life where now you can tell me that all you want. I live at 7709 Court in the woods. Did you drive through a few woods to get to my house, Brother Glenn? Okay. So if you want to find me, that's where I'll be. That boy came out in the woods and has been calling me, asking me questions and such. He said the other day, you know, the Lord told me what he told you. 
I said, what is that? Well, I, he said, I was pastoring for money. So he said, let this church go because what's supporting you is religion, which I don't want you to be part of. He said, but that's all I know, religion. I said, well, it's funny that you met me. He told me to come from out there and stop doing big buildings. Can I tell you where your money is? Now, you know God will try you. So the guy went a little short. He was telling me, pray for me because I really need X amount of dollars today. Y'all see me? You know that's what you would have I need X. And, and it wasn't $50, and it wasn't 100 it wasn't 200 and it wasn't 5 It wasn't 6 was I said, you got cash out? He said, yeah, send me your cash out. Now, I didn't have a long conversation after that because it was doing something on the inside, let my $1,000 go. <laughs> But when you get serious about God, it's not like I had $1,000. But that's the same God that told me, come from out there, I'll take care of you. This guy not a member of my church. He's never paid tithe in my church anyway. Doesn't matter. It's whenever you really get serious about God and you stop thinking of him as an inventor or a technician, you make some big moves after that because you're dealing with a big God. And I was saying to myself, oh, well. <laughs> Anybody feel it in here? Go ahead. I'll put the mic down. Yvette wants you to have it. Oh. I was listening to a sermon and. You know, was, I, was, I told him, I said, you know, if I wanted a 995 blessing, I probably would have sent you 995. <laughs> <laughs> trying to find what I wrote. But it was, uh, the message was so good. I loved, and Gina, Gina's testimony, it, it never ends. Because it's so. People keep saying that. It's so real. It, it's just so real. And, and you help her because, you know, I like what she said. She said, I don't mind being the example. I think she's comfortable with it now. That, okay, we can talk about me because that's what happened. And it's so. Every time she testifies, people come and tell me it's like I never heard it before. It's <laughs> a part of it. But it's the same thing. It's just, it's just that because uh, she, she goes through the same thing. I lost, this happened. I lost my child. I, you know, and you can just see that, wow, you really went through a lot. And then she says, uh, you know, because everybody goes through life. But how are you going to respond? I mean, you know, you, you think... You want to come out of it, but you can't come out of it staying in it. You can't. You can't come out staying in it. That's like I, I said when I when I was sick, when I was sick and I couldn't breathe. I just told myself I'm not gonna go under because 
If I get in here and start crying and feeling sorry for myself, who gonna, how am I going to get out of it? I want you to call. I'm going to give you a number to call. Don't for, hold your point. I'm just, a man called me yesterday and said, the doctor said my son can, is not eligible for a transplant. His kidneys don't work. Um, he's on dialysis, young boy. But they said he's not eligible because his heart is not healthy enough. So they took him off the list. I'm going to give you his number. All I said to the father was, that's a lie. Mm -hmm. I would go ask somebody else because that may be their facts, but I didn't hear that from heaven. But you go call. I'm going to give you the number and let you talk to him because sometimes people have been beat up so bad in life. Here we go again. He didn't know that was in the sermon. After the sermon, you called me and said that? Go on, though. Yeah, you, you have to. I mean, that, that's what I had to do, and I wasn't coming from no great, great place of, place of, place of faith. I just didn't want to go through that stuff. You know, it's like when the doctor told me, look at your children because your eyes going to nothing. And I'm like, uh-uh. I don't want that. Now, you, tell, you can tell me that if you want to. That's not what I want. So I'm going to go to God. But I'm not, I'm not just going, I'm not going to start looking at my children. I'm going to look at them every day, but not because I think my eyes are getting ready to go to nothing, even if they do. But, I, but, uh, but to hear her talk and say that, you know, but, but th those are, that's the fork in the road. You can go one way or the other. Either you can, like you say, just lift your hands and say, God, please. So, I, so remember, those of you that didn't see the service, it starts out by simply saying, what the devil is doing now, he can't stop the Lord from blessing you. But what he does is causes when you're in isolated places in the middle of the night, trepidation and making you think it's only for the night. Enjoy it now because it won't last. And then the Lord lines it up after that because he knows he can't stop. Gina tried every way she could to sabotage the relationship because she had already been left. So here's just another man. He gonna leave me too, cause that's what men do. And that other lady that I was talking to the other day who has no man told me what men do. How you know what men do and you don't have a man? You can tell me what your life has been but I'll tell you why it's been that way, because you look like ever since I've known you, like you don't need one. And so every, every woman who, I'm telling you, uh, um, I don't know if Charles, Bill, uh, uh, Glenn remembers, women always told you when they were interested. Yeah. They didn't say it, some did, um, but they found a way. The boy had no more lollipops, you know. If he's six years old and knows that, and you 66 and don't, that's the same thing that the lady was doing coming down the street who had bled long enough. Oh, oh, he gonna know. 
Oh, he's going to know. Or Alice Brady in the back. Hey! You're going to know. We're behaving like we're dealing with the devil who has made us believe this is all it's going to be. We had a little touch-up once or twice, but that was fleeting. Oh, that was good. That was fleeting. So as the devil continues to talk to you, you don't step up your game mm. like like learning how, you know, to keep what God gave you. God gave it to me, then he's going to make me keep it. No, you got to go home and take your clothes off. I don't, what are you talking about? <laughs> they, they, oh, my Lord. God, you should have look at this guy. Jesus Christ. You, when you get married, yeah. listen, if God bless you, yeah. you got to handle that. Yeah. Yeah. God Almighty. I don't know what to say sometimes in this place. If he gives you a truck, you got to change the oil. Put some air in the tire. Put some water in. Now, the Lord gave me this truck. Why are you on the side of the road and the engine has blown? Say it again. The Lord going to take care of that. No, he told me, you think I should put such and such a kind of plant? This is your house. I gave you this house. You put what kind of plant here you want. You also read the directions to see how to keep it. Lest it die. What is wrong with us? We're not behaving like we're dealing with God. The man comes, and he's different. I know he's different. Bubba A.C. Ray, is it Ray? Tom Bubba A.C. Ray. We were always a little different. <laughs> I don't think we ever had a regular day in our life. <laughs> That's who God gave you. So stop looking for regular. You know, I act like no man I've ever known. Amen. Yeah. It's a creator, not an inventor. You get an inventor, he takes something that's already here and, and makes it better or changes a little bit, you know. No, he creates something you ain't never seen. So you go study him. That's why I fired her, because she knew me too well. Come on. I told you, you, you don't, uh-uh, you're done. Go over there. I used to wonder about that when um, Jackie... Used to work all the time with Bishop Porter. Didn't see Jackie no more. Uh, um, Fed's wife. I see you. Didn't see her no more. That's right. Going over there. I know somebody said, no. That, that ain't the Lord. Anyway, as I said, going over there. That's the problem. A lot of people don't know. Going over there. Somebody else. Um, uh, Bishop Porter told me. Well, I don't probably, when Jan and Gina, because uh, Jim and Anthony were complaining, because we didn't come home at 8 o'clock at night. We came home whenever the drug addicts, the alcoholics, and, and the thieves went home. <laughs> I ain't saying I was wrong. 
they couldn't do that. So he said, get that single girl and some of them other people to go with you. They got to go home. That's how your plant is going to grow. I don't mind you putting it in the yard, but you have to water it, <laughs> put it in the right sunlight. So, so we're not behaving like people who really ask God for something. We're behaving like, I've been good. I've been all right, like all the men do. Ask any man how he's doing. I'm good. I. The lionest <laughs> people on earth are men. I. The heck is I? You broke, joker? <laughs> it's, it's just a matter of time. It's going to work out. Mm. You've been saying that for three years. When do you fall down and realize I need a transformation? A transformation is a drastic change. Mm. Whatever you've been doing, you got to divorce that stuff. Y'all need a divorce. That was good anyway. Taz, need a divorce from the whoever you were because that... That one, it ain't working. Transformation is a drastic change. It is not gradual. It is a, because we don't have time for a, a, a gradual anymore. Hello. We're about out of time. Let me see. Well, except for Taz and, and uh, Miss Jackson back there and your grandbaby. They got a little bit more time. But as far as the rest of us, mm. you got to do like that lady coming down the street, meet Jesus. She was running. I'm running out of time. I can't take another day like this. And then he'll do something that you've never seen, that you don't recognize, that you don't understand, because he has to, because his thoughts are higher than ours. Then you got to find a way of getting to where he is. Like, this guy's going to call you, and he's going to tell you that he's been following you. He's been watching your sermons. He really, he'll come to your church and tell you it's something about you. But the day is going to come as time goes by, um, he's going to say, I really need some help today. Pray for me because the Lord told me to come from out there working and, and it's looking a little bad. So would you pray that everything falls out? And, and, but the Lord wasn't telling me, uh, pray for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, was, he wasn't saying, um, drop that good prayer on him. You know the one that you, uh, the, the whole conversation stopped. I said, where's your cash at? <laughs> that don't make no sense when you need money yourself. So whatever God is going to ask, don't make no sense. I promise you. And it would have been nice, you know, if the guy called and said, you know, I'm running a couple hundred dollars short. I mean, come on, brother. Yes. <laughs> I said, what you calling me for now when it's got, when this thing got to this? You should have called me three weeks ago when it was $150. I used to hear all those prophets and people that come to church. Uh, uh, help me, the blows through the ears. Um, they used to say stuff like that. And uh, um, Reverend Parrott. And they used to come and say, the Lord just told me, sir, give you a thousand dollars. And I used to be sitting here like, he ain't telling me this. <laughs> <laughs> but when he does, hey. Poor 
And I hung that phone up because, you know, sometimes you ain't feeling that. What else you going to say after that except, just kidding me. (laughs) 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 Killing me. I mean, it's like, (laughs) I need a thousand myself, you know, or more than a thousand. But, you know, whenever we get to the point where you really mean Jesus, it ain't going to make no sense. Put the mic down. Yeah, we knew her story is just so thing. But I was thinking about this, that you can't, you know, when you're looking for something, especially from a, a man, you know, you're trying to develop a relationship. But if you're remembering all the hurt and all the pain, you know, if somebody, like you said, Tom, you said uh, Reverend Butler was. Well I, well, I didn't say you you don't remember, but I'm. But what are you looking for? Because, like I said, if 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 a man approaches you, and he and he gestures, and the usual gesture of I'm not against what you said. I said Yvette is sitting there. Uh huh. Heard what you said. She's saying, "How do you remember not remember the pain?" I didn't say you don't remember it. I said, "But what do you want?" Do you want pain? Do you want to just keep remembering the pain? I gotta say this again. She's asking an honest question because she is a human being person. Sure. Okay, so when we're a human being person and we have asked God for something, how do you, and that this, this is not a trick question. Yeah. How do you get to a place where the devil is not going to get me this time because he always says, this is for the night. I can't stop God from blessing you, but remember this, it's only for the night. This is temporary. It will not last. And so you have already been in situations that did not last. So you know the pain, the hurt, and it goes back. That's Gina's testimony. She was saying, I'm bracing myself for what I know the inevitable is about to happen. Because that's what men do. They hurt you and they leave you. Okay, how do you not feel like that? I, that's why I like the West Coast Center because it's the for a real God for real people who have real problems. Uh, and, and I don't know that you can not remember. I think you might be having a new experience with Jesus Christ, the Messiah, who keeps his promises. So even though I, in the past I've had bad experiences that have brought me to the point where I'm protecting myself all day, every day, I act like I don't need nobody. I ain't act like I ain't looking for a man. Um, but I'm just really protecting myself from some more hurt. I'm trying to be careful so I don't go through that again. I don't think you can beat that. What I do think is if you're dealing with God, he keeps his promises. So now I'm no longer dealing with that as much as I'm dealing with this, that even though I've been through that slavery, all that stuff that I've been through, he keeps his promises. And he said, I got something better for you over here. Okay, so then my emphasis is no longer on whether or not I've been hurt. It's can I believe him? 
Oh, go ahead. You do, but how do you put your heart into something that has hurt you and broke your heart? You, you got to know we're not building this, this tower over here to protect ourselves. We're over here in this one, believing that God will keep his promise because the devil is going to go over here and build on what you've already experienced and tell you God is going to uh, just this just going to be for a night. It's just going to happen for a minute. And all of us have had heartbreaks and, and, and disappointments before. So he's just reminding you based on your experience. And, and it's, it happens um, subliminally. You don't know it's happening because you hurt without knowing it. You're, you're subconsciously hurting. You feel it when you don't know you're feeling it. But your body starts acting like I'm protecting myself. Mm. So while that's happening and you know it happened, you got to come over here and develop this relationship with something new that has never been. I have to believe God in such a way that don't make no sense. Mm. I know that was good. I got to believe him in such a way that don't make no sense. Because if I believe what I see, what I've been through, what I felt, what life has shown me, I'm going to be over here building me a bigger wall. Now, the bigger wall you get, the less heart you let out. Because if you put up a wall, the wall don't just protect you on this side. It protects you. It keeps you from what's out here. So it's, it's, it doesn't work. Over here, God says, okay, I know what you've been through. I know you don't have no way in and of yourself to fix this. But I'm going to send you something that likes you for you. You ain't got to find it. It'll find you. You just got to put your hand up, you know. Are y'all hear me? Got to put your hand up. Yeah. Let it know, because Tom sees Gina before he leaves California. Many of us um, don't believe that kind of stuff happens. You know, they'll say, like that lady was saying to me, the lady that said she wanted to get married, she said, um, she got a good one, didn't she? <laughs> Y'all ain't hear me. She got a good one, which means... That was, a, that was the only one. Same thing the devil is trying to say. One time, that happened to her. That happened to her. Uh, but it ain't going to happen to you. This one night, even the one you got right now, it'll be over shortly. The one to say that, you know. So a lot of times in, in desperation, we'll go pick something from the dollar store. Because there, there, there's a lot of dollar store people. No. <laughs> God is trying to give you something from Saks Fifth Avenue, but it's going to take a little crazy faith. The dollar store people are everywhere. Dime a dozen. Like the lady that told me years ago, we had her child, and uh, she was a difficult child, and we didn't know why. And uh, the mom told me one day, I said, well, who's her dad? She said, oh. I got a piece of man. I said, what the heck is a piece of man? 
because, you know, I got this eidetic personality, and I'm trying to see in my head what a pizza man looks like. You know, dollar store. Just they're everywhere at the dollar store. On sale at the dollar store. Fifty cents. What'd you say? Fifty cents. You know, two for a dollar. <laughs> I'm saying now. Yeah, and we should be saying that when we see him. Lord have mercy. You know, like the clothes Phyllis used to wear when I met her. Going to dog. I can't think of the place. The girl's six foot tall with no shoes on. You can't go to the restaurant. One of the sleeves is always longer than the other one. One of the, the side, you know, in the back back here, it's a little short. Now, you know, if you go to the right place, you, it don't matter what size your butt is. Oh, they just ain't got that. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they think they, they's got the hack up in the back because it got a larger butt. No, you just go pay $400 for that dress. Mm -hmm. It'll be just as even all the way around. Mm -hmm. Five, six hundred dollars. Yeah. What are you doing over here? Well, you know, I can get five dresses for the same amount, not and be married to me. <laughs> you, we got to go meet Alex Sink. We got to go to the such a such a place with Charlie Chris. We got to go so-and-so with so-and-so. We got, what's the guy's name? He used to come to all our stuff. He's, he's now a congressman. Bill Rackus. He loved, used to come to our, our affairs, uh, can't remember his first name, but he's a congressman. Mike, yeah. Mike oh, you're right. I think it is mm -hmm. Mike Billarakis. Yeah. Well, he used to be a state uh, congressman. He's a national congressman or something now. But he used to like come, and you can't go over there with. Um, it don't. It's not gonna go. And we're wondering why did he do that to me? He was uh, the dollar store. All the guys at the dollar store do that. So when God is trying to actually bless you, it's just a whole nother thing and that it doesn't seem like it's possible. And it's not because faith is stuff that seems impossible. I agree with you. Faith is stuff that seems impossible. But don't you listen. You got to believe one thing. If I can help you all. Believe one thing. I used to like it when Bishop Porter used to say, go to hell wholesale. You're going to believe this or you're going to believe that. Don't, don't be in between because you can't really enjoy it. If you're going to go to the bar, go to the bar. <laughs> be about as butt naked as you can be and get everything out of it you plan to get. Oh, they're doing it again. Okay. Somebody said, well, I can't be butt naked no more. They, they might see my flaws. <laughs> That's what a lady told me the other day. She said, you just don't see it, all the stuff that I got under here. I said, I don't know that the men are thinking like that. <laughs> I, I don't think that's what the guys are thinking. Um, Lola Falana said that once. Y'all might be too young to know who Lola is. But Lola says, as I get older, I'm getting rounder, but I'm liking it. And other people are liking it. And, you know, you have to get to a point where you're saying, I may be getting rounder, but God didn't say anything about my roundness when he said he was going to bless me. He didn't say, uh, I want you to be a little less round now. And you see what I'm saying? He just said, I got this for you. 
whatever it may be, money, housing, health, whatever the case is, is probably impossible. Can you work with impossible? I mean, you really got to think about this. Because there's an enemy that's going to come and tell you, even when you got it, it's a one-night stand. You're going to be losing this shortly. Got a new house, huh? <laughs> Let me show you what that's like. Then you don't have the house anymore. So you have some kind of experience in your head that says, I lose houses. But you can't. You can't build that one. You have to build this one, which is faith, over here with God who keeps his promises. See, he keeps his promises. And he doesn't have to ask the devil if it's all right with him. Or your bank account, if it's all right with that. could have moved in in 2014, like Bishop Porter said, all right? And I should have. I didn't. It would have cost me about $80,000 less. It had nothing to do with how much money I had. $50 out of my pocket. Anybody got $50? God never asked me, how your money running? He said, I guess he got sick of me and said, go buy a house now. <laughs> he didn't say all that other stuff that we're thinking about, bad experiences we had before. Look out for this, look out for that, look out for this. People did ask me for a couple of thousand dollars, good face money. And then when the closing came, they gave me a couple of thousand dollars back. Here's a cashier's check, money that you gave us, we're giving it back. I had to pay for the bug man to come and inspect the house, $50. I said, you have to get to the place where you're thinking he keeps his promises. And that is the friends that you have to have from now on. You got to believe one thing. You can't, it can't be you believe Bishop Porter, kind of, sort of. I know that's going to be hard. Because if you see people who you think, see, watch this. <clears throat> I broke into those people's cars. Me, Tom, Bubba, and AC. Now, I'm telling you that one. I ain't telling you some of the other stuff I did. <laughs> I'm letting you know, because I was 16, and, and you can forgive that. Now, the stuff I did at 26, I'm not going to tell you. And 36 and 46, I'm not going to let you know, because y'all not good at that. <clears throat> but when the Lord told me Tommy Buck was going to marry Gina, bam, money back guarantee. Y'all listen to me? In spite of the fact that we broke into them <laughs> This, this got to mess with you here because, see, we're not dealing with any man. We're dealing with God who can make a man do anything he wants to. See, we're just, um, um, what you call the tall blue people again? Avatars. We're just avatars for heaven or hell. 
That's all we are. So if you're an avatar for hell, heaven, then when heaven calls and heaven says write the check or send the cash out, same thing when he comes and says, tell Mary such and such and such. It's money back guarantee because I'm just an avatar. Now, if you think I am like you, you're wrong <laughs> because he spent a lifetime to make me. He spent a lifetime to make you, too. But, but I got to respect you for who he said you are. Uh, Dathan, Korah, and Abiram had a problem with Moses anyway, you know, especially Korah, because Korah thought that he should have been high priest because they came out of the priestly family, and, and Aaron did not. Now, how are you going to put his behind up above me? So he's got an issue, and then he goes around and works the crowd. So, so the devil hires somebody like a Korah to work the crowd, to come up to you and start making you feel funny about who God sends you. All of a sudden, now all y'all crazy. You're not thinking that, well, he, he, he brought us out. Now, Korah and Dathan and, and Abiram, you, you would think that because they knew they, they saw all the stuff that happened, right? They saw the river turn to blood. They saw Pharaoh's army die in the Red Sea. They, everything. But when we get over here to, with, to freedom, they have some issues with how we are free. Mm, how we are free. <laughs> the bylaws of how we going to be free. <laughs> oh, y'all ain't hearing me. You should have had the bylaws on how we were going to be a slave. <laughs> oh, that one's too good. I can't stand this. I got to go over here. Because we are holy. Well, if you were holy, why didn't we leave? With you. <laughs> and they weren't trying to leave. Did y'all no, notice that? That's right. They didn't strike out and all of a sudden say, we ain't with you, Brother Mo, and they go someplace else. No, they're going to sit here because they have been hired. They've been hired to cause trepidation in the camp. They weren't trying to go nowhere. I'm telling you all, I have seen evil. I know what it looks like. I know what it sounds like. Their faces are not the same to me as it is to you. They ain't trying to go nowhere. They got to stay here and cause you trepidation. Mm. Wow. And all of a sudden, who you used to believe, you don't believe no more. You got questions about. And you didn't have no questions before. But you got them now. Well, you know, he did do such and such. Listen, that's, that's a matter too high for me. Y'all hearing me? Some matters are just too high for you. Yeah. You, if Moses is married to, married to somebody that you don't like, and traditionally he shouldn't be married to an Ethiopian woman, what you should do is put your finger up and walk out. Oh, y'all ain't hearing me. That was just too good. Did you see that? If Moses... I don't care what the traditions are, but Moses just brought your butt out. God called him from the other side of the mountain to come and get you. Now, you saw him marry an Ethiopian woman, and normally we don't do it like that. There's something wrong with the mix. 
That matter is too high for you. Put your finger up and walk out. Have nothing to say. Because now you're going to have an issue with God. And this thing that I'm talking to you about this morning, building this trust in a God that promises will not work. I ain't got nobody here. Uh, are y'all listening to me? Or did I lose you? See, you could go over here and work out protecting yourself. Or you could go over here and learn to trust him to keep his promises. It will not work with Dathan Cora and Abiram too. Say again. It is, but we're, we're, we're holy. You, you did know the man said that. So it can't be semi-religious heathenism because we are all holy. That's what he said. So you got nothing to say to me because I'm holy just like you. But he wasn't striking out. Y'all like, that's too good. The brother did not strike out on his own. You know what I mean? Like, I got a plan. He had no plan. He was a plant. He, yeah, he came here to infect the camp. He wasn't going nowhere. His job, he was hired to infect the camp with trepidation, what might be. He ain't got no proof. Just like the devil's got no proof in telling you, oh, here it is again, going through it again, about to lose it again, all about, mm -hmm, here it is, one night. God blesses me, but he ain't able to keep me with the blessing. So you stop trusting him like this because this over here is crazy. This is insane. This don't make no sense. It doesn't. I'm totally in agreement with you that doing this does not make any sense. Sent me over here between Migdal and the sea. Ain't got nothing but rocks over here or sea over there and Pharaoh over here. That don't make no sense. But if you're going to get what he's got for you, you're going to have to live the rest of your life not making no sense. Doesn't it begin to make sense, though, after you've seen all this other senseless stuff that works? If I were to compare, the only unfortunate part about that, Bill, for me, is I live here on earth. And on earth, CNN... MSNBC, Fox, they all are telling me what I should think that makes sense. <laughs> but none of it are they saying God keeps his promises. There's a conflict. So, so I'm, it probably is always going to be conflicting with what you see. But I got to choose this. I got to now. I've seen too much. I've seen too much now to go back to this. Maybe I'm answering you. I, I've seen too much of this to go back to this. Because I used to live on earth. It was very painful. You know the song that, that we used to sing at the Methodist church that says, Earth, earth has no sorrows. That heaven cannot heal. It doesn't say earth has no sorrow. 
that earth cannot heal. It doesn't say that. So I stopped looking to earth. Yeah, as he raises us up in heavenly places. Yeah, but stay. Go ahead. Again, it's, uh, I mean, God's done some really crazy stuff in my life. You know, like taking the rain off where I'd be stuck on work in a 300-foot diameter circle. Right. When I didn't know him and I asked him to reveal himself to me. Right. And then for the rest of my career in construction, I never got rained out. And I testified to these guys and they'd all laugh at me like I was crazy. And I hope you have arrived to some great place, but not, I haven't. Because there is an enemy for me all day, every day, trying to make me see with my eyes. Mm -hmm. So with my spirit, yeah. I have to fight like all get out to remember I cut people out of my life because they, they sound like Dathan, Cora, and Abiram. They are plants. Mm -hmm. they, yeah, they, so in discord, you're thinking you're better than and it happens around the clock right. all day. Yeah, right. you know, yeah, so yeah. every day I have to get up choosing to do this. It's a war all day. I wish I could say I've arrived, but for me, it's a war every day, all day. I, I get up and I got to fire every bullet, throw every grenade, and tomorrow I reload and try it again. Um, how does it say it in the Bible that... Um, Jesus talks about that and said, I want you to do it for one day. If you can make it a day, one, and tomorrow try it again. Um, that's the method that I know. Because there is an enemy who is trying to deceive you all day, every day. And if any of us have been caught in any of the, the devices or things that the enemy has done, you know you didn't see it coming. You didn't. I mean, Solomon never saw he was going to be turned out by outlandish women. He was wise. He, we're reading books in the Bible that he wrote. But he got turned out. We won't really see him coming, I don't think, if we don't realize that this battle is every day. Paul said that. When he was dying, he said, I fought a good fight. But he was saying that when he's dying. He didn't say that while he was still alive. While he was still alive, he said, devil dropped some stuff on me. I asked the Lord three times. The Lord said, no, you're going to have to live with that. Y'all hear me? The Lord said, well, you're going to have to live with that unless you get beside yourself. Get caught up in who you think you are. Right. So... Yeah, and I don't think that I will arrive. I think they're going to put me in a box one day after I just had a fight that night. And I got to be okay with that. Still choosing that he'll keep his promise to me. I guess since God is betting on me, and he did it first. I'm betting on him. Regardless of what I've been through over here. And it's, it's hard to ignore what you've been through. But you got to say, if there really is a God who keeps his promises, then I'm going over here. 
Now, I want you to know ain't going to be no crowd because it don't make sense. Please hear me. Everything over here ain't going to make no earthly sense because the foolishness of God is wisdom to men. So surely this ain't going to make no sense. Write that check out. Well, send that cash out. That you know. <laughs> Excuse me. Listen, you love me? How much? <laughs> you didn't see her. You didn't see her. The Pope knows me. She said, well, let me do the Pope, okay? You didn't see her, Glenn. She said, I said, you love me. She said. <laughs> <laughs> what you think? Huh? You do you? Write me a check for $1,000, a good one. <laughs> you know what she said? Well, and, 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 and that's where it gets real. When you really have to do this and it cuts against everything in you. It don't make no sense. Go walk around the wall. Send the preachers out, the choir out first with the preachers. Mm-hmm. Y'all know the preacher can't shoot. <laughs> well, the other preachers. I... <laughs> you know, those preachers. Yeah. One of the things the Lord said to me today, and he reminded me, he said, I will not allow that spirit to capture you. And he said, and I told you that, self-pity, it is a spirit. And I will not allow that spirit to capture you. He said, you are, and then he went on to tell me some things about myself. But as I listened to him, he said, you must know that you were in the valley, but you know you came out. You know that in the valley, the valley was only for a season, but you came out. You're now on the mountain, and you can see the valley. You can see what was in the valley but you're not there now. And so as I listened to him, he said that that spirit, he said, you are my servant. You're my handmaiden. I promised you that I would take care of you. I promised you that you will be okay. I promised you. And as he was saying these things to me, he was reminding me and reiterating Have to me. Have you talked to me? No. Okay. And you were here late, um, and the Lord wanted you to be late. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't want me to be late. I was trying to. Only okay, reason we're talking about God's mm-hmm. promises. Mm-hmm. And you say the Lord told you, mm-hmm. I promised you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Go on. And as he was reminding me, and he told me, he said, you were in the valley. And then when I, my husband said, I always do this. When I went in the shower, 
So don't y'all go in the shower with me. But I went in the shower, and when I was in the shower there, he said to me. Mary, <laughs> I ain't going to shower with you. <laughs> you just look on Mary's face and say, you ain't got no problem with me. <laughs> I did that one time in a prison. I, said, uh -huh. I did that one time in a prison. Bishop Porter said, how are you going to tell these people what, you, what was happening to you in the shower? You in a prison with me and that haven't been nowhere. You know. well, but, you're okay you know. over here because, Doc, uh, you all right with going? You all right, Charles? All right. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I like, God loves this church. <laughs> You all right, Glenn? That you uh, see everybody all right? Sir. Okay. All right. Let's sit down. Have me for a minute. <laughs> Thank you, Mary. Bill, you all right with it? Sure enough. All right. We are. We are. We are. So all the men all right. Okay. Oh, I forgot I didn't do. Well, we'll volunteer. What do you doing? <laughs> All right, go ahead. go ahead. But as he was reminding me that, and he said, started singing that song. I've been in the valley. I didn't go to stay, you know. I stayed all day. But then when you came out, you got to be able to look and see where he's brought you from and be able to bank on where he's brought you from. So as he was reminding me of the promises of God, then he said, haven't I promised you perfect peace? Haven't I promised you perfect peace. And as I did that, and I stood there in that perfect peace, I understood that he's always encamping us about. He's always making sure that we are encamped about on every side. And as I anointed myself afterwards, because I get out and I anoint myself, and I start with my head. Thou anointest my head with oil, that my, cu that my cup runneth over. That surely goodness and mercy are going to follow me all the days of my life. Then I anoint my feet. And I anoint them on the top. And then I take the anointed oil and I anoint my feet on the bottom. And I rubbed my feet, and as I'm rubbing my feet, I said, take these feet where you want them to go. Guide my feet. Guide me, O thou great Jehovah. And as I do that, I set myself for the day. Because what I'm doing is I'm reminding myself that he wants to keep us encamped about. So, question. If you know what horse is, the basketball game, it's a game where two people are playing, and I shoot the ball, and I, I, if I hit, you got to come back and do what I did from the same position. Okay. 
but there's no opponent. We're just shooting the ball based on our skill. <clears throat> if we had an opponent, it becomes very difficult to keep shooting the ball. So you have to remember this. Um, I was talking to somebody yesterday, and I asked them, what does evil look like? And they said, I'm not sure. So all I thought was, I got to do something. Because if you don't know what it looks like, even though you know that, mm -hmm. that everything you said is true, all of that. Because when it comes in such a insidious, if you will, insidious way, and you don't see it coming, or the method by which it is used. Because I, I want everybody to hear this, so I'm just going on home, getting in my car. Solomon was nobody's fool. Please hear me. Solomon was nobody's fool, but he ends up like one. David, the Bible says, was a man after God's own heart, but he never saw it coming. He didn't see the setup, how he was feeling on the inside, how many battles he had been through, the post-traumatic stress syndrome that he was going through when he went up the steps and he saw Bathsheba. Wish he could have caught it early, but he didn't. Her husband's dead now. The kingdom has been compromised from two wise men. How did that happen? Because some moment in time, we didn't see it coming. Okay? If you're aware, one of the best defenses I have is I think I'm just like everybody else. I do. I think that if it happened to Rosa, it could happen to me. I don't think I'm better than Rosa, smarter than Doc. I can run faster than Bill. I think whatever happens to other people can happen to me. And since it can, I best, when I wake up in the morning, realize I have an opponent, not just the good side where the Lord is directing me. I got something else that's going to happen today, money-back guarantee, to oppose everything you just said. I don't know how it happens, but please know that it does. And when it does, you have to have a way. And this is what I suggest for everybody. That's why I say get yourself some monuments or something that reminds you God keeps his promises while the devil is yet talking because he will. He, he talked to Jesus. He is so arrogant, Celeste. I wish you could see him, how, how he is. He, he really thinks nothing's going to stop him. I've seen him in many different forms. And he's so arrogant that he, feel that he feels everybody's got a price. Maybe you did make it through today and anointed your feet, but I got it tomorrow. 
And if that don't work, I'm not saying tomorrow, but he's going to wait you out, you know, like the, the movie where the man is saying, time is on my side, because he's waiting for a moment. Because David, it was just a moment. The guy had done good. He'd done great for a long and But the setup started coming. Each one of us has a setup that's coming right now. If there is no God, if there is nobody who can see it, help you see what's coming. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Because sometimes we don't want to hear it. That's dangerous. If you could realize that God will send somebody who will say simple things like, don't eat from that tree because he's so far ahead of the devil. He, he's light years ahead of him. And he's telling you something that's going to take a thousand years to happen. So don't start now. Because if you start now, it's going to be difficult stopping you here. So he tells you, don't do that. Don't do such and such. And he'll have some regular people like a Moses who will say, well, out of all things to do, remember this. I am the Lord thy God that brought you out. So I want you to major in whoever that is. So in order to find that out, you're going to have to watch what he does now. While Moses is yet talking, a, oh God, what do you call it? When you have the, the shell game. You know what I mean? When you're supposed to be watching one thing, right. something else is going over here. So the enemy starts a shell game that you start watching over here. Like he told us a few years ago, and I'm getting, let me get my keys. While Henry is yet praying, let the side show begin. How many people missed it? It's not that the Lord didn't say it. I told a lot of people, but if you don't know what the sideshow is, so what I suggest is have a monument that you see, like I like what you said, but have something that reminds you he keeps his promises, and when offered something else other than that, because it'll be a good one, you know, the enemy going to keep promising you he's going to keep giving you something that distracts you from this so he can run a shell a shell game on you that you won't be watching you won't be paying attention and you'll have your day you walking up the steps just minding your business he is evil but he is not god and God will always have this. Bishop said this the other day while we were at the prison. He said, ain't it funny that God promised me he'd always send me a seer. And you appeared. Out of nowhere. I ain't come out of church. <laughs> if he sends you somebody, stick with whatever he sent you. Because on a bad day when you, when you missed it, I told you my story. Please, please. I, I don't even know what's wrong with me sometimes. The stupidest stuff that nobody gives a darn about catches my attention. 
every day of my life. I mean, like when you walked in this morning, I noticed that this part of your hair was changing. You know, I, I, who cares, right? Or what kind of earrings you're wearing now? Or the length of stuff that you don't know. I'm, God will make somebody like that who will be able to look in the room and see where the angels are and the devils too. They'll say something like, well, come on over here. Now, they're not telling you why, because it's hard to tell people, you know, about an angel. They don't want to hear angel and devil all the time, just sitting down over there. Now, they're just moving you from where the trouble is. Especially me, I am so sick of talking to people, and they ain't going to do it anyway, so I don't tell them anymore. I'll just say, come over here and sit over here. Not, I used to tell them when I was young, you know. Look at you don't know what you're surrounded by such and such these angels right here. They're talking to you, right? I don't do that no more. Just go sit over there. Because it hurts me when you act like I said nothing and keep doing what you were doing. It hurts me bad. And it seems to stop me from functioning. So I don't do it anymore. You know, I. I Y'all don't hear me when I do the service to stand up here. I remember Reverend Paris said that once he said, I, I call out three people. Yeah. I don't have no line no more. And I make sure the three are the ones that. <laughs> yeah. He did. Yeah. He did. See, I used to have a line along, and it's not that God can't do it. But you get tired after a while. Mm -hmm. All right. Drop that mic, give it to Gene. It doesn't mean that God isn't doing something. It doesn't. He's doing it all day. Now, just come and see. Move over here. Just move over there. Uh -huh. all right. So, and I go and sing a song. <laughs> if God sends you somebody like that, just leave it alone. Uh -huh. Leave it alone. Get your monument every morning that reminds you he promised. But I promise you, too, that while God is yet speaking... There will be something else talking to you, trying to run a scam on you. And the scam is not immediate. It's not an event. It's what kind of guy you like? Just give me an idea. Is he tall, short? Short. Okay, well, give me something else. Dark skin, go on. So... So how she developed that, mm -hmm. not today. Y'all hear me? That's been coming. She wasn't like that when she was three. It's been coming. That's called, let me set this up. Now, when God sends somebody, he might be six foot four, light as Bill. Mm -hmm. you, you, you understand what I'm saying? I'm just saying, I'm telling you. Like, like, like Gina said, she said, this show can't be. Yeah, well, he, he the guy. He the guy. I'm just saying, he can be tall. And you like short guys, I'm saying. So, so whoever has designed your likes and dislikes might not have been God. Part of the setup. Because you got to admit, this boy had Abigail. He had, I can't think of how many girls he had. Now, I know he had about four, three. Mm -hmm. Three, before Bathsheba. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Saul's daughter. Saul, oh, come on, that's yeah. two. Saul's daughter, that's Abigail. I think he had three. Now, and, it, and the Bible says <clears throat> Abigail was a good-looking girl. Why was he peeping over at Bathsheba? Because you have a dream that's been dropped on you sometime. And there it is in the shower. <laughs> and on a bad day, when you ain't got it all together, on a bad day. Yeah, because David know right from wrong. They told him that's so-and-so's wife. He, you don't hear him saying, oh, oh, fellas, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> He went right on over there. Because something had been planted that hadn't come up yet. And there it is in the shower. Nothing else got his attention like that. Abigail had to almost pay him. <laughs> We're all being set up all day. Every last one of us. All day to think a particular way. Now, if you don't remember, God promised me, and I got to do the promise. I'm going to be off at 7-Eleven and Dollar Store all the way. The promise is going to be very different. Came from heaven. So you got to stop thinking about the one that you made up in your mind. What the blessing is going to do, what the blessing is going to sound like, what the blessing does, you know. I, I, this is the first time I ever heard Gina say she had a book on her computer about how her wedding was going to go. I, I never heard that before. Yeah, she said, I, I had my wedding laid out and how he was going to act and how he was going. I ain't never heard that before, how he was going to behave. She put it in her laptop, you know, and who she was going to invite to the wedding. <laughs> he wasn't going to be nothing like that. Yes, nothing. Nothing. I used to ask him all the time, man, what you waiting on? Swat. And, you know, he he he. You know, like, I got this, you know, men, you know. And one day we just sitting in the church, sitting in the back. He, we talking about money and how to do wheels or something like that. And he said, okay, I'm ready. I said, what you ready for? Get married. Who you'll marry? Because I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going marry Gina. Oh, okay, when? Right now. Church is over. Ain't nobody in the church but, but Natalie because she's still doing the money. Phyllis because she's waiting on the rise. <laughs> Who else? A uh, couple of people. Oh, uh, Rebecca. Um, and we're just getting ready to leave. I said, you, you ready? Oh, you got a ring? No. <laughs> Ain't got a ring. I said, she got a ring because he had given her an engagement ring. Well, do you have one? No. I had to go upstairs and get my 1099. I, I have my 1099 rings because it's cheaper to lose than this ring. Yeah. If I lose this one, I ain't lost it. I'm just going to get nothing for 1099. So I go up and get my 1099 out. I say, here, man, go get Gina. So they go get Gina. I tell her. And now, I just never heard this either, that she said Sunday. Um, Gina, stand right there. Uh, Tom, stand right here. She said Sunday. She didn't know what, 
what I was doing because we're always setting up for something. And she thought I was setting up for something. I said, you miss everything. No matter what I do, you can't, you can't. Yeah, I thought you were setting up for something that we were going to prison or something. This don't look like no doggone prison. But she's sitting there. I said, dearly beloved. She said, that's just finally when she got it. And she started jumping around. <laughs> Nothing like anything she ever thought would happen to someone more different than anybody she has ever seen. Could God be giving us something that we have never seen before? And all of the stuff, that, especially with me, the stuff that he gives to me is nothing like anything. Listen, I like the words now. Now. But I probably wouldn't have thought of that myself. I really like it. Did you see Derek the other day while we were driving to prison and we got to a rest stop with all the woods in the back? He says, that's your house over there. <laughs> so that's your backyard right there. I said, yeah. And I like it. But I wouldn't have picked that. I wouldn't have known it existed. Even the city. I didn't know the city existed. So could it be that God is trying to do some things for us that we have no idea we're just going to have to wake up every day knowing that he keeps his promises every day. Whoever he sends to you, please leave it alone. It won't hurt you none to leave it alone. And if anybody tries to, to help you to not do that, just put your finger up and, and go on and say, uh, listen, Dathan. You ain't hear me? Yeah, yeah. If anybody tries to interfere with that, you just tell them, brother Dathan. Byram, you know, because that is not, it took God too long to make them. They got to go fish under the bridge by themselves when they're little, go out in the woods and play golf by themselves. When There's some girls, this is my final statement. seems like every time I was trying to get on something, I missed it. I messed up everything. So I couldn't have a bunch of children some other place. It ain't that I wasn't, wasn't trying to get it. I was trying just as hard as anybody else. Just wouldn't work. From the time I first started, I can't tell you. Too embarrassing. Get this, get this mic and start praying. I'm just saying, though, you just... It took him too long to make this. Somebody pray. Father, we thank you for your presence, for your goodness and your grace. Lord, you have been with us all this time. And we thank you. We thank you for everyone that you sent to help us, to intercede for us, to show us your way. We acknowledge that you have been, you have kept your promises. You have done what you said you would do. Help us, Lord, to keep ours. Help us to be truthful with you and with ourselves. And help us to go to this place, this wonderful place that you prepared like you said in the scriptures, that eyes have not seen, 
ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man, the thing that you prepared for them that love you. Help us to see that, Lord, and not all the problems, all the hurt, all the pain, all the distrust that we continue to fill our lives and our hearts with. Take us to a new place. And we'll give you all the glory because we know it, ha it would have to be you. Because we don't know the way. We don't know how to get there. But we know you do. So, Lord, help us. Help us is my prayer. You are a great God. You can do anything. Do it for us now. Help us to yield our hearts and our minds and our thoughts to you. And go where you're taking us. Because you don't never miss. You, if you got a promised land, I would really like to get there. Help us, Father. Now, as you look on us, Lord, look on our, our founder, the first one that you sent to a people who had no idea what you were talking about. And, Lord, bless him. Bless him, Jesus. Bind the hand of the devil. Don't let him have to say. But show us, Lord, please. Help God. Break these yokes. Take us to a new place. I go beyond my prayer. You, you know more than I can ask or think. You've already set us up for greatness. Help us not to mess it up. This is my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. My brother and Mike and Bishop were of the same age. They grew up in high school and all that. And Mike says, we never could figure out why he wasn't like us mm -hmm. until now. 